one. Hey y'all, your girls are back with our new segment, Loose Tea. We got the tea, we got the tea, we got the tea. Hey, it's your girl Deb Cakes. Right now we're going to see the braids. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't know you was young and I'm so sorry. You good girl, go ahead, go ahead girl. This is your girl Lo, I am ashy but classy. <laughs> Not the ashy, but classy. Yeah, I'm a little ashy. I need to moisturize. It's all right. I do. So, in this segment, we will get into these fucking celebrities. Yes. And all up in their business. Yes, because we don't talk about them a lot on the the normal podcast. Mm-hmm. Normal podcast. Unless y'all got some foolery going on that we got to have a whole topic about. Yes. But we're going to so, dive into this too. Yeah. Yes. Now, this is okay. Debbie Sedman. This segment is produced by Deb Cakes. Hey, y'all. And this will be for Patreon only. But I was thinking, since this is a new segment, maybe we can introduce it to them on the regular platforms. And then for y'all so to get everything. So they can see what about. What we're talking about. Then for y'all to get everything else, you're going to have to go on over there to Patreon. Boop, boop. You hear what you said? That's your that sound of bite. That's, yeah. That was, we might have to get that checked out. <laughs> We might have to take this somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> you might want to um give another one. It's jam. It's going to out. It's going to out. It's going. Yeah, we got to get another one. This one right here ain't giving what it's supposed to get. Okay. It is not it gave some, some power. It gave, some, it gave him enough time to run away. <laughs> it gave <laughs> you enough time to think about it. Yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah, she need to go get another one. That ain't going to do it. It's not. All right, so we're going to get into the latest. We're going to start from the newest to oldest. We're going to, I got it with the one we just talked about before we got on here. Oh, yeah. Yes, that one. Praise him. Mr. Hitman, make him holler. Listen, I see why Sam took that bullet, baby, because I would have took it too. Girl, I'm taking one. Because this nigga's going to fuck me back to life, okay? And that's probably what he did. This nigga fucked her back to life. Listen, when I woke up, it's obvious we miss everything while we asleep. And, and I woke up. I That's when y'all catch the fuck up. <laughs> yes, I woke up, took me a little stroll to go use the restroom. You know, you hop on social media. And I seen that Hitman Holler was um, trending. Trending. And then so I get on Twitter. You know, Twitter don't care what you put on there. No, it does not. And does I, not. Well, I first seen it on Instagram. And so I went mm-hmm. to Twitter because I said, if anybody going to have a video. Twitter has Twitter. it. And they did. Funny thing is, uh, I seen it on Instagram. You did? My Twitter page, I did. My Twitter page, I didn't see the video on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But of course, it told me that, um, I think I ended up seeing it on Instagram. I didn't, I think the next day, I was like, scrolling through Facebook, and it had a link. Because I think somebody shared a post or something like that. It's okay. to Twitter. So I have my Twitter page that I do not use. At all, at at all. That's so I logged in. I was like, "Shit, Mister Hitman, make him holler." Because his no, his name is no longer Hitman Holler. It's gonna be Mister. You gotta put a motherfucking Mister in front of that. You gotta respect Mister Hitman. Make him holler. You have to respect just like him. that. Because he but I had a question. needed to be gay. He did. Yes. Plus more. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Proceed. So this was posted. 
on your close friend's story. Mm -hmm. Why? So, I know the anniversary. Yes. From what I read and from what he posted, I think was on his Insta story. One, he said he got Cinnamon's Cinny, her name, I hope I'm saying it right, got her approval. And that two, this is just how they move and that they close friends are really all females, I think. And, but obviously somebody screen recorded what he posted, but he was like, what we do or what we're okay it with. It ain't for everybody. It's not for everybody. And it, and it really ain't. Yeah. But I'm glad she was okay with you posting that because it made my morning. It did. I just want to know, like, again, that gets into a territory of everything ain't for everybody. And I don't know if I want my friends to see me fucking my nigga or sucking my nigga. Like, I don't know if I want y'all to really see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if it was a slip of the finger when he was adding close friends and he added somebody he didn't mean to? Like, what if he accidentally added your mama? If your mama is on Instagram. Like, my mama know. I just want to know. I Right, but I bet you don't know he she getting fucked like that. That's I mean, a lot of motherfucking dick. Well, she came up off his dick. I was like, bitch, when is dick gonna stop? God damn. <laughs> if I was the mama, I'd be so proud of my daughter. I was like, I was so proud of her. I I knew I raised a queen. I did not raise a quitter. I'm so proud of her. I was like, when the motherfucking dick gonna stop? Shit, going, listen, and going and going. That dick touched the top of her intestines. I know it did. Listen. I'm proud of, I'm happy for her. Like, everybody's happy for uh, India and Dirk. No, I'm happy for Sin. Amen, hey sister. Okay? Because Mr. Dirk... Mr. Hitman, make him holler. See, because Dirk mm-hmm. still ain't spunk for King Von, so... <clears throat> Facts. So, I don't even... That's a lot of motherfucking dick. Like, I'm happy for her. Mr. Hitman, holler. I said Mr. Hitman, holler. Mr. Hitman, make him holler. Mm-hmm. Hey, you a king in my eyes, son. He like, he's much a king, and she's a queen. You, you, you a prize. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> not you a prize. He know his worth. <laughs> he is, but okay. I can't wait to the next wild and out uh, season because you know that is the you know the jokes are gonna be flying. I cannot wait to see it because I know B Simone is gonna make this shit funny. B Simone and the little redhead chick, the white girl. Uh, I can't think uh, of her Justina, name. I love her. Yes, yes. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going yes. down. It's gonna it's be hilarious. about to go, but down. not just okay. that. I didn't put it on our notepad, but before Hitman dropped his tape, Nick dropped the picture. Remember, we talked about that on the last episode. I. He he, listen. That nigga ain't out here making kids for no reason. He's making these niggas. He's listen, making these girls holler too now. They put in the wild and wilding out. Yeah, listen. Mariah Carey was hitting every motherfucking note known to man, and that makes me wonder. Like now, like knowing what we saw from Nick, like Mariah, what you doing? Because I know why it- ain't nobody hit you like that because this you've not been married since. Mm-mm, and the ones you have dated that we've seen you with, come on, sis, we know, we you, know, we know you still fucking your baby daddy. Well, you gotta be. It's okay. It's we it's fine okay. with that. We not gonna judge you. We understand. We understand. We are with you. Listen. We stand with you. Listen, I she gonna give her all, and he is too. Amen, Father. I'm not nice with you. I'll be to see you. 
all I got. <laughs> Look at y'all, I promise. <laughs> no, yes, she has. <laughs> yes, she has. But yes. Right. Just uh, not today. Not today. Not, not today. today. Not today. But I definitely not understand today. Mariah. Me and Mariah go back like baby. Go back like fire. We understand. We mad. We, we ain't mad. So leave now. Um, okay. You got it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. Next. Now, venture back to our episode. Mm-hmm. Danny Lay, Lee, Leah, Lover, Leva, whatever you want to call her. Okay. If you want your baby, baby daddy back, just say that. If you want your baby daddy back, just say that. You do. You like it? We love it. Whatever. Bitches do it all the time, but I don't want to hear your mouth. Get put out again. Cause you sh- you know what it is with him. You do. You know what it is with him. So. You know the nigga ain't shit. You like crazy. That's okay. If that's where you want to be at, keep you looking at my clothes. I don't want to hear you talking about it. I don't want you to be like you feeling disrespected. I don't want to hear that. Don't be on social media with all this extra mess. Because until you fully ready to let that man go, be quiet. Yes, ma'am. Did you see the post that she edited? Yes, when she went to the doctor's office and she was like, basically, she was doing it by herself or something. And so you telling me this is the first time you don't went to doctor's appointment by yourself? It's not, and it won't be, ma'am. You clearly told us this man left you while you was pregnant. Thank you. And like a dummy, I went back. And you went again. <laughs> That's got to be it. I got to pull that for a second. <laughs> and, then, and then you're back again. Because I don't know you if you are. seen the picture when she posted herself in like that green fitted hat. And then the baby posted a picture in his story he had on the same hat. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a week or two after the debacle. Listen, understand that you have a great baby father. Mm-hmm. Your daughter is very well taken care of. She has a dad that wants to be very involved with her upbringing. Mm-hmm. But the nigga that you're trying to fuck with like that, no, ain't on that time right now. No. And that's just what it is. But she keeps trying to make him be on that time, and it's what's going to get her to a world can't. of hurt. You can't. And the craziest shit ever, I'm going to tell you what it's really going to fuck her up. Because it might not even be Mimi. When he comes across a woman and he gets his shit together, she's going to be butthurt. But it ain't that nigga. It's not for you. You're The nigga you have is the nigga that you're going to get when it comes to him. Because mm-hmm. men change. He might be a life. man for the next female that he run into. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing about it. That's something that I had to learn. The woman that you worried about is not the woman that you need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. It's going to be somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna meet somebody that's gonna make him be like, "Damn, I don't want to lose her." Exactly. I had a homeboy tell me, like, he's not gonna stop hitting the streets until he finds a woman that's like his wallet. 
he wants that, a woman that he feel like if he go out the house, mm-hmm. he gonna turn back around and get her because he can't oh. like like his wallet. He can't leave his house without his wallet. Like yeah, he he's not gonna stop doing what he do until he find a woman that's like his wallet. See, I said fat. I thought maybe his wallet was fat, so he wanted Mm-mm. a fat woman. Mm-mm. But that makes sense. I thought I thought you said facts. No fat f a t. But that makes sense though. That makes sense. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you want to know, like, literally, this is your partner doing everything. Like, you can't go nowhere without her. You look at people like Kevin Gates. Drink is always with him. Are they still together? Gucci Man. I think so. Oh, okay. Keisha is always with him. Girl, you look at Remy. Keisha Kayor is the proof. He's always with her. Like, you have some people that literally have that person that's going to rock with you wherever. And that's their person. But Danny, you're not the baby's Danny, you're not. No. You're not. You are not. You're not. At Sorry. All. Sorry, sis. I'm not. So. I bet you did good, though. It got to be. You like it. He he looked like he's disrespectful because he felt he no he fucking the shit out of these bitches. Why? I mean, we seen how bad Danny Lay aged on that live. She went from <laughs> a twenty something year old woman to a sixty year old pissed off Dominican. Tina Tangan. Yes, girl. Yes. It's it's the ancient niggas that give out good dick. We all know that. We've had this yes. conversation how many times on this podcast. And we will have this conversation at the end of time. Because it's y'all ain't shit niggas that have the best dick. Yes. And that's why you men that come across or on paper look good, that's why y'all get cheated on. <laughs> because it's not giving what it's supposed to give. So you have to act right. I ain't gonna say you, okay. Because y'all gonna eat us up for saying this, but listen. You have to act a certain way when you know you're not fucking your woman right. Exactly. Because if you're not fucking her right, it's going to be somebody out here that is. These niggas with good dick acting because they know. Hold on, your you mic went out. Good makeup sex. You, these niggas that have good sex, they fuck off and do what they want to do because mm-hmm. they know we're going to come back. Yeah. And they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. God damn. Jesus, come on. God. Like, I don't even, Stupid like, motherfucker. Next time, tell me that you're going to cheat on me, okay? Right. Like, let me pre-order the hurt. <laughs> let me pre-order the hurt. But, it, it, but it's true. It's true. The baby is given what it's supposed to give, and we get crazy. We know we do. I want to know how you don't know what type of nigga you got, but the whole world is. Because she is blinded. About stupidity. We've, by all, dick. we've all been there. By the dick? You think she's bonded by the dick? Yeah, I mean, she probably is. She might be. I think she is. And then I think her age has a lot to do with it. And she probably, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this. We've all come across our first hood nigga. Mm-hmm. And it's different when you've never had one before. And that's probably her first. I feel one. like. It's probably her first. Like I feel like you do get caught up on your first hood nigga. And then she got a baby. I haven't girl. met anybody. Right. I haven't mm-hmm. met a girl yet. Can't say they, they was caught up on their first hood nigga. 
You know, maybe like, we should find our first ones. Maybe we should bring them on the show. You know who my first one was? And my first one, child, we can't get along, save our life for five minutes now. Yeah, you know who my first one was. That shit would be hilarious. Mine, me and mine gonna end up fighting on the show five minutes in. We got our shit back together, though. That was my first one. Me and mine, we need to get that. Uh, that's just top for another day. We doing loose teeth, <laughs> not not low guy issues. Not <laughs> all, all loose loose podcast, right? So yeah, but yeah, Danny, I don't feel sorry for you. That's on you. That's on you, baby. Yeah, that's on you, girl. That's on you. Let, let's get to the nigga that was beside Mister Hitman, make him holler, Jesse. Sir, we knew you was guilty. Listen. We knew you was lying. Listen, I was listening to the Rory and Maul show. Shout out to Rory and Maul. Well, Maul, shout out to Maul. Because, you know, that's my boo. We be on Twitter sometimes. Blur in and everything. I be manifestation him. Manifestation mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when they was... She's not talking about masturbating, y'all. She's not talking mm-hmm. about masturbating. She's talking about manifesting. We can do that, too. <laughs> But I was listening to their show, um, the one that just came out Friday, and Maul was like, because Maul had said this on the previous podcast they used to be on, he was like, he knew Jesse was lying because how your subway sandwich make it all the way home, and it was fine. And you got, listen, why? But I'm trying to figure out why, what was the purpose behind the lie? Supposedly, he was maybe trying to boost his career and you know be the gay Tupac or something because he did say he was a gay Tupac but Tupac ain't never do no you were you were doing good and because of you you fucked up Empire yeah because Empire was like canceled right after that because I stopped watching Empire when old girl fell off the balcony the white girl the one who was married to Dre yeah yeah I stopped watching after that but for so go ahead It's like after he could no longer record, they literally took him out. Like, took him out. It was almost like he just disappeared. The shit didn't make any sense. And I was just like, it just made it so lost because he was almost really the star child of the group. Mm-hmm. He was the star child because his, his role yeah. was heavy. It was. His role was heavy. And it's like, so you had that audience already. What the fuck were you doing? And like, who, why did you do that shit? And it's the crazy thing. You come from a very talented family. Your sister is so talented. And no one's probably ever going to want to work with you. Mm-mm. Again, so from what I read and from what I heard on other podcasts when um, they were at trial, supposedly the way it was supposed to go down and it didn't, he had a camera set up, I think in his apartment to where it's going to look like he was fighting off the assailants and he beat them up. But the camera that was set up to show the fight, that camera wasn't working. And the detective that testified was stated that when they told Jesse that that camera wasn't working, he was pissed because basically all of it was for nothing because the camera wasn't working to show you the beating up beating the assailants and everything that tried to jump you mm. yeah so jesse you 
um, I mean, he's probably not going to see any prison time because basically all you did was lie. But I mean, it's the fact that you lied and you went to this extreme of a lie. And then you hired somebody that you was having relations with so that, I mean, all your business was put out in the street. So you are an embarrassment, just a small thing. We are done with your ass. Like you would never open your head. He he can only okay, work I'm with sorry. Tyler Perry now. He can only yes. work with Tyler Perry now. He he will not be able, able to work with a major network. Tyler Perry gonna have to put him in the over office season five or something. But ain't nobody mm-hmm. gonna try to work with you like that. Like you when the police so, said the noose was still around your neck and your sub made at home. <laughs> was the shirt real? No, you like, sir, you didn't even look like you was in a fight. Why first of all, why are you still walking around with a noose around your neck? I got sense. Why you didn't eat the sub? I would have ate um while they was waiting on the police. First of all, like Maul said. I need to burn that energy. I need to eat. Like Maul said, them subway bags are thin and flimsy. How your sub make it home? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And then on top of that, like you were trying to say it was MAGA, like trying to comfort them. It just, sir, just go to yeah. an island. Just go to an island, read you some books, and then come back like 10 years later. We ain't going to remember then. We all remember. Yeah. You're never going to live this down. You're going to have to call You're going to have to call Tyler Perry. He'll give you a job. It's going to be in your obituary. Y'all remember that one time? Or somebody's going to bring it up at the funeral. One of the aunts. You know, everybody got that one aunt who don't care. It's going to be the aunt. And she's going to show pictures of him with the noose. <laughs> it's going to be in HD. All the other stuff so we can put all the ain't shit niggas in one category. Yes. Y'all, what? So the Kardashians. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. The Kardashians. I don't know what this is and what happened, so you're gonna have to spend about. Oh, okay. Time. So, um, so this recently happened. Um, so Kim Kardashian. Let me find the article. I thought I thought I saved it and put it in the notepad because I know you don't be on the socials like that. Mm-hmm. See everything, but hold on, let me pull it up because I don't want to get my information wrong. But basically, um, Kim Kardashian did a interview um i think it was with a magazine and long story short she was basically saying that she's never um appropriated the black culture she's never done that and that you know when she did the braids and all that other stuff like she was like people forget that i'm also armenian and I was like, well, girl, you forget you Armenian because you outside of Courtney and Kendall, you, Chloe, and Kylie, that's all y'all do is use the black culture to get you for like even your features. Your well, features. I mean, uh, Chloe's black. Chloe doesn't think she's black, but we know OJ's <laughs> baby. Okay. <laughs> We Chloe is black. We know Chloe is black, but she don't think she's black. So until she realizes, Chris don't want to admit it. Chris, baby, but we baby. know. We, we know. Knew. We knew. Mm-hmm. We know. 
Because, I mean, look at them baby pictures. Why is she the only linebacker? Girl. And she honestly didn't. I'm sorry, I'm in my refrigerator. Y'all, I'm. You know what? This, this, for a second. This, <laughs> this is why I be so much noise and I don't be trying to clear up nothing because. <laughs> whatever. Like, I don't think that she actually. Like we know that yo you you she's on your husband or maybe we've said this for another day. No, you're black now. Okay, Chris, you she's on your husband with the fr- the family friend, and she admitted it. Mm-hmm. Chloe is black. She yeah. is built like a black woman. Mm-hmm. She honestly did not need to have surgery. She could have mm-hmm. really just lost weight and went to the gym yeah. because she's already built like a black woman. Yes. You're but, literally built like a black woman. Excuse me, but she was following in the steps of her sister Kim. And so, okay, so I found the article. Thank God. So Kim okay. Kardashian addresses black fishing and cultural appropriation claims. I've learned and grown over the years and figured out good ways to communicate with all my kids about all this. As a businesswoman and pop culture superstar, Kim Kardashian's success is often criticized by people who accuse her of trying to mirror the image of a Black woman. In a recent interview with ID, Kim addressed the various cultural appropriation claims from the rebranding of her shapewear line to wearing matching cornrows with her daughter, North. While Kim has often been called out for her physical appearance, she told Jeremy O'Hara of ID that she has been trying to navigate being politically correct while raising Black children. Quote, obviously, I will never do anything to appropriate any culture. But I have in the past got backlash from putting my hair in braids, and I understand that, Kim said. Honestly, a lot of the time, it comes from my daughter asking us to do matching hair. And I've had these conversations with her. They're like, hey, maybe this hairstyle will be better on you and not me. Kim went on to explain that she has put, she has put her best foot forward to inform her children about their own culture as well as her Armenian background. Quote, I've learned and grown over the years and figured out good ways to communicate with all my kids about all this. I've definitely learned over time, and I've tried to pass the culture of learning onto my kids too. But then there's also a history of braiding hair in Armenia, and people forget that I'm Armenian as well. Similarly, Kim spoke on her experience with being called out for the name of her shapewear brand that she thought was just a play on words. She explained that Kimono, the original name, was just a play on her name and her appreciation for Japanese culture. I came up with the Kimono name because it was a play on my name, and because I was so inspired by Japanese culture, she said. To me, it was just paying homage to it. But I quickly realized that it wasn't being but that it wasn't being seen that way. I would never intentionally try to appropriate the culture in that way. Despite the criticism, Kim has managed to amass a great deal of wealth and has brought her entire family with her. Girl by <clears throat> first of all, she got money because she was a porn star. Well, she wasn't a porn star, but for her thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ma'am. Like, what do you tell your kids? And I think I asked this once before. Like we had this, this was our question once before on one of the shows and I think like back in the day show like when we first started what do you tell your kids when they ask you how you became famous exactly and I mean it's gonna be out there forever for the world to see so you might yeah. know the truth but Kim like when she said people forget I'm Armenian Kim you don't remind us that you're Armenian I can say I ain't never even heard you say it you forget that you are Armenian I don't never see them do anything in regards to the Armenian culture I honestly don't. I see everything else where it comes to our culture when it comes to her 
uh, Kylie and OJ's baby, Chloe. She's saying OJ's baby. That's his baby. That's like, baby. and don't get me wrong, because as a little girl, some little girls, depending on them, they do want to get their hands on their mama. Or it's a story now. It was a post I seen a while back of a little girl that wanted a haircut like her daddy. Yeah, like it happens, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Kim, even prior to you having kids, y'all have used you the black did. culture to get y'all to where y'all yes. are at. Let's just be honest. Y'all have. So don't call your kids. Love them a good old black man. Yes. Except for Courtney. Because she don't work when they with somebody white. Except for Courtney. But look now, you see, um, supposedly uh, Kim is with um, the white guy, the comedian. I can't think of his name. Like she's even reversed her BBL. Yes, you can reverse your BBL. I didn't know she had reversed it. I mean, yes. I know you can reverse it. I didn't know she did. Yeah, she reversed it. She reversed it. So you want to like a white woman again? Yeah, because she she's she's gotten what she needed from the culture. She has. You got the attention. You made your family re- like. Mm-hmm. You literally put all your family on for yeah. fucking a black man. Yeah, and continuing, and continuing. You wanted your features to be of to look like black women from the hips to the butt to the breast to the hair to the eyes, everything. Now that you got what you needed, you reverse it. Back. And, then, and while we're on the Kardashians, um, Chloe, um, baby, one thing black women don't do, um, we don't keep looking like a fool for a man. Not, I need you to call one of your <laughs> on OJ's side, so, so they can tell you how to get rid of this nigga. Yeah, yeah. It's so they can tell you how to put eye drops in this nigga ice cubes. Okay, yeah, it's a spell book somewhere. If you just tap mm-hmm. into that side of that family, and it's not even that. If you do say we whoop this nigga ass, she uh, okay. So first of all, let's just say this: Tristan is a piece of ish. Okay. Tristan, you got a third baby by another woman. And once again, you're trying to run from your responsibilities. But let's backtrack to Tristan's history. Can you pause? All right, we're back. Um, Debbie finds everything in the world to do when we have to record. <laughs> yeah, listen. It happens. I heard an alarm outside. I just want to make sure I want my mama call. Because last thing I need is for her to come back from Puerto Rico and be like, you let somebody bring in my car? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, she sure did. I was there. <laughs> she did not protect. She did not protect. But I don't know if I changed the thought. Oh, we was talking about uh, Tristan Thompson. First of all, I don't like his name. He has a white boy name. Do you, his first name? What? Damn, I didn't register that to just now. Yeah. 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 But um, okay, so if anyone knows Tristan's history, his first girlfriend, well, first girlfriend we knew of and the mother of his first child, Jordan, him and her was together and she was pregnant. And him and her went to a wedding. And I know this information because they had to go to court and you know they courts be all up in your business. She had to write some information and she basically said they went to a wedding together, her and Tristan, and she was still her name is Jordan, and they was she was still pregnant. And that's when he met Chloe. And he got with Chloe and left her while she was pregnant. Now Chloe claims 
that everyone in his crew, even his mama said, oh, he's single. Now we know these mothers be lying. Now you believe his mama. It was a black boy mama. And I'm a black woman. Now let me tell you, all of us ain't like that. Because I'm telling you right now, I ain't doing that shit for my son. Exactly. But I mean, Chloe, that was up to you to do your research outside of his crew, but whatever. (laughs) Because his crew gonna ride for him. Exactly. So of course she gets with him and she gets pregnant and he he cheats on Chloe multiple times and now this Still cheating yes and then um this woman the new woman who just had his baby she got pregnant the weekend of his I think it was his thirtieth birthday and if you go on Chloe and his Instagram you can see pictures because they were celebrating his birthday yeah so he basically left you Chloe and went to go see her so here's the thing so you telling me this nigga like going to celebrations and picking up new women. And this is my <laughs> this is my thing. If he's sleeping with her unprotected and getting her pregnant. And you and you and these other chicks, um, come on, Chloe. He's he's playing. He already gave you some. Yeah. He already gave you some. But what what's, I can bang on it. what's funny whenever these cheating allegations comes about with Tristan, she gets on social media posting these sexy pictures or these quotes like girl go get yourself together he done cheated on every single face you done posted since you've been with him has she gotten thin to you yeah supposedly she did a reverse bbl as well i'm scratching my head y'all mm-hmm. ma'am why? Because because Kim Kim went and got one. What? Why? I feel like, like why? I feel like Chloe is still very insecure she about she about her look about her looks. I feel like she doesn't truly know who she is because she cannot come to terms with the fact that Robert Kardashian mm-hmm. is not her father. And that probably plays a part into why she's sticking with Tristan. She had daddy issues. She got mama issues and daddy issues, and she's insecure. She has big girls, and she has big girl syndrome on top of that. Yes. Like, come on, girl. You can look at them family photos and know that you is the juice man's baby. Even your kid pictures. It's the childhood pictures for me. Yeah, she looks like the makeup that you're wearing now. She looks like a biracial baby. How do you explain that? The hair, your hair texture is not like this. Mm-mm. Your hair texture is not theirs. Your hair you is naturally are, you're mixed. Your hair is naturally curly. She has that textbook mixed baby look about herself in her photos. Yes. <clears throat> your skin tone is not the same as theirs. Mm-hmm. And then look at that's what I'm Look at True. She's black. Kim Kardashian has four babies by a black man. True looks blacker than all of them. She's black. Yeah. Because your mama is black and white. Or uh, whatever. Your daddy is black. Mm-hmm. So and true. now her daddy is black. Yeah. So True, so... so yeah. True, true, you're black. Chloe, you're black. Tristan is trash. Happy holidays. Merry motherfucking Christmas, y'all. Right. Well, we're going to take them off the list. 
Yeah, I'm taking baby number three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucky number three. All right. So we are since we're on the uh, Kardashians, we might as well go ahead and talk about Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis, you're trash too. Did you see that interview he did with uh, Charlemagne? I have not seen the interview that he did. How bad is it? Fake emotions. Well, I mean, okay, so let me say this. You can't really tell somebody how to react because everybody reacts differently. Differently. But, um, I mean, I we all seen the footages from the concert. We seen people hopping up on stage trying to tell him and others, like, hey, y'all need to stop. People are being trampled. And, I mean, it was your festival. They're going to place the responsibility and the blame on you, sir, because it's the Astro world festival and, yes, and they're hitting everybody yes and then people like like children people lives were lost they were, were killed because of what happened i'm trying to understand what was the safeguard in this because now one this wasn't his first Mm-mm. this is something that's done more than once Mm-hmm. so i'm trying to get an understanding of what it actually is so is it like a carnival is it is it like a whole real life festival and he just comes and performs like what is it it's kind of like it puts me in the mind of like coachella where he has because it's not just him performing it's other people right. performing as well it's just because they're doing drake too yeah it's just his festival it's something that he he started that's why it's called the Astro mm-hmm. world festival that's why you see all these statues of his face and so stuff. that I was thinking, like, to me, when I see it, I think of a carnival. Like, so are there rides and shit that go on there, and then it transitions, you can go to a concert? So, from the pictures, and I'm going to go to Google. You sound local. Huh? You sound local. How about now? Oh, there you go. Okay. You fine. Um, you must have had your arm in front of the microphone. I did. I did. <laughs> they, got all, they got all comfortable. So, um... So it's the annual music festival run by American rapper Travis Scott that's held in Houston, Texas at the NRD Park near the former site of Six Flags Astroworld. The festival was first held in November 2018. The 2020 festival was canceled due to the COVID pandemic in Texas. Um, The festival was launched in 2018, the same year that Scott released his studio album of the same name. The motivations of the festival were described as bringing back the beloved spirit and nostalgia of Astroworld, making a childhood dream of Travis's come true. The original lineup featured mostly hip-hop artists such as John Thug, Post Malone, Metro Boomin, and Scott himself. Performances generally alternate between two stages called Thrills and Chills, with the Chill stage being the larger of the two. The making of the festival, as well as the album of the same name, were the subjects of the 2019 Netflix original film, Look Mom, I Can Fly. The festival returned in 2018 with an expanded lineup. Um, the festival was reported to, to increase in attendance from the 2018 edition up to 50,000. Prior to the festival, three people were injured in an accident with barricades placed outside the entrance, collapsed, and fans rushed to enter the festival. So this happened in 2019. Where um, I remember seeing that. Yeah. So from what I'm reading here, it's like I said, it sounds like Coachella where they have these performances. Um, 
but it's not saying like because it's done on the old where the old Six Flags set it. So it's not saying anything so, as far as like rides or anything, but I'm pretty sure they had concession stands out there, you know, mm-hmm. for food and stuff. So the stuff like this happened because some people in the crowd got a hand because I was watching a video where videos of like things called, I think they call them like marsh pits where mm-hmm. they're like jumping around and bouncing off of each <clears> other and doing all and you're doing all of that where there's bunches and bukus and bukus mm-hmm. of people. It's already hot as hell outside. Like, why do, Why would you do all of that? So, why would y'all have a festival like that? First of all, in COVID, I'm not going any. I'm not going anywhere that's like that. Like, you're not mm-hmm. at a regular concert with chairs and seats mm-hmm. and shit like that. Why are y'all doing it anyway? You know, why was since, it even allowed? Ever since these vaccines came out, people have thought, "Oh, vaccines, we're good." No, COVID's still pumping and dancing, and now Marion is out here touch. So. Right, you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, was y'all having a hard time breathing? Because I hate wearing my mask sometimes because I feel like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. So imagine being outside. All these people are jumping up and down, screaming, yelling. You got this mask on. You can't breathe. Somebody passed out. Did somebody else pass out? Like it's crazy in there. So what is saying here is like, where's the safety? On the night of November 5th, eight people were killed in a crowd rush and further 11 others went into cardiac arrest, according to Harris County and Houston City officials. At least two more people died later from injuries sustained during the event, bringing the death toll to 10. The crush began around 9.15 and was declared a mass casualty event by 9.38 p.m. Over 300 people were treated for injuries at the festival related to the crowd. Um, cardiopulmonary resuscitation was performed by show paramedics on those injured. Despite the presence of ambulance in the crowd, which was noticed by Scott, the performance continued for over 30 minutes past the time that the mass casualty event was declared, with Scott's performance ending around 10.10 or 10.15 p.m. This followed earlier events at around 2 p.m. in which attendees rushed an entrance to the grounds, knocking down security barricades and trampling concert goers. The earlier crowd atmosphere prompted Houston Police Chief Troy Fenner to warn Scott of potential danger and a private meeting prior to the night's performance. The second night of the concert to be held on November 6th was canceled. So that was already an incident. See, there was already an incident prior to that. And they warned him. And also, he, the ambulance was showing up and Scott continued his performance as well. Right. So to me, it sounds it's, like you it's, know. It's so many layers. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's a lot of layers. And you annoyed them. And it's, it's yeah, mm-hmm. you did. But how typical, my next question is, how typical is it you to see an ambulance at your show people pass out at concerts mm-hmm. so how do you know the difference between somebody screaming and yelling and somebody screaming and yelling i i haven't seen the video i haven't seen all of the mm-hmm. videos well some so videos like, i've seen uh people going on stage and you can hear them say stop the show people are dying yeah it's just it's crazy it's fucked up 
it's a lot of irresponsible people, including him. Yes. But it also falls on some of these people that was in this audience. So this new article that came out, the cause of death of all 10 of the Astro World Festival victims mm-hmm. have been revealed as accidental compression asphyxia, according to a report from the Harris County Institute of Forensic mm-hmm. Science. Uh, what the hell? What happened? Um, girl, touch screen. What is this? You got love it. I'm trying to read a report. It ain't letting you be great. It's not. Oh my God. Up here trying to get you my, go up here trying to get my news reporter voice on. <laughs> and, and this is what y'all do to me. Let me go back. Oh, Jesus. This is why I can't be on the news because I just, I just get up. Okay. So one report here says that the part-time employees of the Astro World tragedy was sent an email by event promoters inferring that they wouldn't be paid unless they relinquished their rights to sue live nation and score more. A manager for both promoters sent employees an updated version of the contract on November 15th. Rolling Stone reports hoping to wrap up payroll and get everyone paid as soon as possible. But I still need a few things from some of you, the manager wrote. The first agreement included details from 2018 and has been updated so if you can resign and send back. The, the part-time staff were paid $7.50 an hour to perform their duties. One staffer declined to sign the contract. They essentially said, you need to sign this new form in order to get paid. It was clear they wanted legal coverage, the anonymous employee told Rolling Stone. I definitely thought they were thinking of business first. How can we cover ourselves? I know they weren't thinking about us and how we were feeling in my opinion. Nobody reached out to me individually to inquire how it was. It was just paperwork. The contract obtained by Rolling Stone includes Scoremore Holdings, Live Nation Worldwide, and XX Global as the promoters. It's a binding document that protects the promoters. Following the fatal tragedy, which left all 10 Astro World victims dead from compression asphyxia, Travis Scott, Live Nation, and Scoremore are being sued by thousands for emotional distress and other damages in connection with the event. This shit is sad. Very. It's sad. It's a TikTok video I found of one of the mm-hmm. paramedics. Have you seen it? I have to send it to you. Nah. He did like, he basically did like maybe three or four videos mm-hmm. talking about the event as a pair, like through the paramedics' eyes. Yeah. And it's like he said, you just never could have been prepared for anything. With, with the, everything that was like, you could have, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have been prepared for that. I don't think anything and they literally, prepared him for that. They try, he said, trying to do everything that we possibly could, mm-hmm. how we were trained, we could never, you just know, we could have never been prepared for that. Yeah. I do think Travis Scott and everyone involved with getting Astro World together. All of y'all need to be mm-hmm. held accountable. Everybody. Definitely. All of y'all. And let this be a lesson learned. But all y'all yep. should be held accountable. Everybody. But Travis Scott, you're the face of it. So you definitely gonna get hit the hardest. Yeah. It's but yours. Yeah. yeah, it's your event. So if your uh, child come and show their ass at school, they're gonna call your mama. Mm-hmm. Because this your child. Yeah, so he everybody needs to be held accountable including you travis sorry i know he was he tried to reach out to the uh 
family of the little boy and they declined him paying for the funerals and stuff. Yeah. So another family did too. They declined his payments of the funeral. Yeah. So can't blame them. Cannot blame them. So we got two more topics. These are very messy. Who? I don't even. Where do we start? Let's just start with the old school mess. And that would be Stevie J and Faith Evans. Y'all too over the shit. First of all, Listen. Faith Evans, I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> I don't. I do not. You have seen Stevie J. First of all, okay. So, of course, TJ and Faith Evans have history because they were both part of the bad boy empire from the 90s. Okay. We all know Faith was married to uh, Biggie Smalls. Stevie J was part of Bad Boys production team, which was called Hitman. They produced a lot of number one hits back mm -hmm. in the 90s, mm -hmm. early 2000s. So, of course, they had a relationship prior to us seeing it play out on Love and Hip Hop. However, Faith Evans, the Stevie J that you knew then, it's not the Stevie J of today. I mean, he might have been. Because it sounds like even from when he was with Mimi, he was a hoe. I don't think he is hoe and groove when he got of a certain age. I think the nigga's always been messy. He's always been trifling. He ain't never been no good. Sleazy, he lives up to it. He does. He does. I mean, I, I don't think anything it. attractive about Stevie J. He looks, he looks sneaky to me. Very, and I'm so glad him and Mimi never had any other kids because they DNA entwined. She's growing up. You know, some people just look better as they grow up. She's growing up. I think she's a cute little girl. Everybody's cute in their own little way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no you you picked him yes you picked him you yes. said this is the one but you know what faith evans is is problematic too in her own way i remember hearing stories about her in big yeah i mean back in the day and look you know. him and yeah I, yeah you tupac like you you mm -hmm. always you've been a little messy yourself yeah you might so. be a little messy boots yourself yeah Try to play good girl but you're not you're not she love. even had issues with her last husband the one she has her younger child by um mm -hmm. the one she married after biggie's passing uh like uh, maybe a few years after his passing and i know y'all like lo how you remember all this stuff girl i was a big bad boy fan i was in all that business i've been in folks business since business was business okay but uh, I heard some stuff about her. Then, she like, in business. She knew business was business. Yes, girl. Like her and her ex-husband, I believe, got into physical brawls back in the day. Okay. Yeah, so Faith been with it. So you know you have some females that just like to argue and they like to fight. Like there are some females that are just like that. She's one they of them. They think she like that is cute. Mm -hmm. I've never understood it. I guess Because I feel like when it gets physical, it just needs to be open. Like when you feel yourself getting so mad that you're ready to end up on Dateline NBC, that's when you need to walk away. But some people like that are genuinely rushed. Let it go. Let it go. 
I don't know that song. I it, it's, it's, I, that's, that's the only part of, I know. I don't oh, know okay. any of it. Oh, rest okay. of it. It's, it's off of Frozen. That's all I can say. I've never even seen Frozen. Me neither. I don't think I want. I think Elsa is. I think she. I think she might. She sings that. I think. True, Elsa and Stevie might be together next. Who knows? Hey, I wouldn't put it past them. I would not. I would not. But I think Stevie and Faith Evans was never a match made in heaven. I don't care what we see played out on Love and Hip Hop when she went to go see him in quote unquote rehab. Y'all should have never been together. Uh, He produced for your ex husband. I don't care. Biggie Smalls been dead for fifty years. You've always said that. Mm-hmm. As soon as you got home, Faith, you should have not called him back. <laughs> and I'm standing by that. Are you going to stand on it? I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to stand on that's it. That's it? That's all? Because Biggie is one of my favorite rappers. Like He was my introduction into rap. And, you know, no. No. It's a no-go. It's a no. hard no. No, but not just that, like, Stevie J and Faith Evans are both problematic people. Problematic people should not be together. No, it's mm-hmm. gonna be bad. Yes. It's toxic. Like Safari and Erica. Definitely. That gets into the new mess. Let's, the last loose tea we're leaving y'all with. I want them to to go so far. Oh what? Here's the thing. My thing. Safari is so full of himself. I could never be with anybody like that. But Erica is too. That's why y'all don't work. Now, she's not full of herself beyond her children. This nigga see himself and that's it. He see him and he don't see shit else. It's going to be his way, no way, about him, and that's it. But see, what I... Okay, so they had this show on VH1. I can't remember the name of the show, but it's like a little competition show. And that's mm-hmm. supposedly how they met. How they met. It is. And I actually watched that show. I don't know. I guess it wasn't nothing else on TV. And he literally... It was like, it was like a horror type yeah. thing. They had the kind of like survivor type shit. Yeah, and like he was literally pursuing her. Every episode. So for you to put in all right. this, all this work, did she get voted off. Did she get voted off? Or he got voted off. I can't remember. But I, I but remember he for you to put in all this work to get her, and you got her, and y'all started dating, and it caused issues with Joe Budden and Sin Santana because Joe and Sin was dating at the time, and Sin was Erica's ex, and. Safari and Joe was cool or whatever because I remember it on one of them loving hip hop seasons child and, and and then for you to do this well let's not leave out um what you call it rich yeah oh yeah let's not leave out rich but you know one thing about Erica and I'm not I like what Safari did was so wrong like to leave her while she mm-hmm. was pregnant and no and everything but I mean Erica you're problematic as well and Erica has always thought highly of herself to the fact that she thought she could (laughs) and Safari thinks see this is one thing this is one of the worst the worst non-talented couples I had ever come across in my life okay 
You got somebody who think they can rap and you got somebody who think they can sing. Okay. It ain't nobody dropping no music. And no, and then the music that Safari is dropping, somebody needs to catch it mid-air and throw it back at them. Because we don't want that mess. Boomerang that shit. We don't want it. But um Erica's very problematic. We've seen it on Love and Hip Hop when she was on Love and Hip Hop. I remember watching it when her and Sin was a couple. And she was like kind of going back between between Sin and Rich. And then next thing you know, um, Erica was with Bow Wow. Because she didn't show. Mm-hmm. She was at the reunion, but she wasn't in the room with them because she thought she was better than everybody. You know, she mm-hmm. was engaged to her fiance and all of this. And she was like, she even made a tweet and was like, if you ever see me back on Love and Hip Hop. No, she said, when you see people go back to Love and Hip Hop, it's because they broke and they need the money. I guess she's broken the money now, baby. Right. So, you know, what Safari did was wrong when he left her, but at the same time, I still don't feel bad for Erica either because as Debbie always say, karma has no expiration date. No, ma'am. It does not. And it's type, it's one of those situations of this last baby falls on both of y'all. You can't Mm-mm. get pregnant by yourself. Mm-mm. You cannot get, Mm-mm. I ain't met a person yet. Mm-mm. Then get for Mary. Right Mary. You Except ain't Mary. Mary. I can say you ain't Mary. Mary Madeline. And I ain't talking about Mary, Mary J. Okay, I ain't talking about Mary J. That baby falls on both of y'all. And we responded to how he reacted. It was so childish, so disrespectful, mm-hmm. and it was just so wrong. Mm-hmm. But that should have been the conversation y'all had in private. Because mm-hmm. yep. you already knew he didn't want to have no kids. Yep. And then, I mean, and I understand they signed contracts, so maybe I don't know. I don't know how that works behind the scenes. I know when you sign a contract, you're obligated to certain yeah. stuff. But um, it's like, but it's the back and forth that they do on social media. Like, they are together, they're not together. They're together, they're not together. They right, together. Like, so you just what, what you gonna say? The birthday. Her birthday, this past birthday. Yeah. Oh. And then, like, now y'all on Love and Hip Hop um, reunion, family reunion, whatever you want to call this. And I haven't watched the first episode yet. I'm trying to, because I want to watch this to see how this plays out, because I see Sin is mm-hmm. on there. And, um, you know, I seen a little tidbit where Erica was like yelling at Sin. It's like, you wouldn't, I'm like, basically saying I made you. Like, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. But the thing is, Erica has a grudge against Sin for whatever reason. Like seeing because she she moved on and she's at yeah. peace. Like she was impressed or following behind you. Mm-mm. Like no, she didn't. Mm-mm. She got on about her life. Yeah, because I don't think that you truly were a lesbian. I think you just tried something out, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah, and Sam was really rocking with that girl too. At the end of the, the day. Erica and Safari, two people like that who so stuck on themselves and don't have a lick of talent don't need to be together. The voice talentless together. The voice be talentless apart. Take care of your children and leave us mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want. But this is not on the. This is not on the uh, list. But how you feel about seeing and booby? I did not realize Booby looked that dusty until I seen like some of the clips that uh, VH1 posted on Instagram. Like I was like, okay, so this is what Keisha Cole was married to. This is what Brooke 
was trying to make Marcus jealous about like that. Mm -mm. No, no, saying you could do better. I think Marcus was jealous of the relationship that they have. That uh, Brooke and because they were childhood friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that I was... remember that, but mm -mm. yeah, Booby is Booby is not a cat because I remember that season because Brooke, not Brooke, Bridget Kelly was on that which Bridget Kelly hosted see the thing is podcast with uh Mandy and Bridget mm -hmm. Kelly be spilling all the tea about love and hip-hop so if you remember that scene like I think it was like their season finale and her and Boo Boo like was about to get on a boat on a trip girl she yeah. said she said we never got she said y'all we ended up in a hotel in a separate room she was like it was a stage scene basically it was staged it was a yeah. stage scene like which we all know is staged it's a lot of that shit yeah. is not real. It's not. I missed it. Y'all put the y'all put a lot of people together that would have never been in. First the of all, time. I knew it was staged when they would get up to go shop and eat, and I don't see not one purse. Now, mind you, Debbie is not somebody that wears a purse, so she always has like a wristlet or something when we go somewhere. Mm -hmm. I see a purse, a wristlet, a coin bag, Keys. a ziplock bag. Key. So I'm like, so how'd you get there? Who gonna pay for? They it? always shopping, but they looking they looking through rags. Right, ain't nobody got a shopping bag. The one time I seen Jocelyn with a shopping bag, somebody had posted behind the scenes stuff where the boxes in the bag had nothing in it. It was staged once again. Like, I remember watching, like, Bad Girls Club when they first came out in the real world. Like, that stuff was real. Like, that it's was real. Uh -huh. not scripted at They're all. They bringing out tickets. They re eating real food. They're not just sitting at the table with the drinks in front of them. Exactly. Like, come on now. Like, because some of this stuff would not have played out with cameras in front of my house. Like, no. Mm -mm. No. No. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm done. Like, how much is Viacom? I can't do this shit. How much is you Viacom? You want me to sit here with this bitch for what? How much is Viacom and Mona Lisa paying y'all to embarrass yourselves? She's paying them some money, I think. Because, because the franchise itself is making some money. Because ain't, ain't, ain't no way in the world. Because like people like Cardi B, like she understood the assignment. She did what needed to be done and she got on through. Yeah, like I, they showed this, they show a clip from the very first season where Cardi B was on from the reunion and she was getting on Peter about, you know, the situation mm -hmm. with Amina and Tara. And Peter was like, Who is you? Who is you? Who is you? Then they cut the clip. Showing her win her first Grammy, and all right, the okay. and then Peter was in the comments like, "Congratulations, um, you showed me like." <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, because Peter, Peter Amina, too. all of them are there, yeah. and Amina's on her way. So she, I don't think she's there, but yeah. Tara is there. Mm -hmm. Peter is there, and Amina is going to end up coming showing up. Okay, because Amina and, and Erica are best friends. Yes. Yes. Pardon? Yes, Amina and Erica are good friends. Like I've seen them on, like All together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, it puts me in the mind of my situation. Ooh, she finally opening up to us, y'all. It because it could be so messy, but eventually, as the time goes on, everybody mm -hmm. has to learn to be cordial. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a lot of kids involved. Yeah, and Anna said, at the end of the day, it's not 
in the beginning, it was Peter's fault. All it was definitely roads, Peter's fault. All roads lead to Peter. And some roads lead to Amina and Tara because once y'all found out, y'all was going back. And then y'all mm-hmm. playing tit for tat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of understand, and I understand it. I'm not even going to say I kind of, I do yeah. understand it because Tara, you had a lot of history with mm-hmm. this man. And then Amina, you met him and you fell in love with him. Yeah. And um, he was telling you stuff, obviously. He was telling Tara obviously. Stuff, obviously. I mean, he yeah. told you something, bitch. Y'all was married. Yeah. By the time we got introduced, y'all was a whole man. And, and then you got slapped by Tara. It's, you might see one to chop your motherfucking head off. But it's like, she said made sense. Like, bitch, what the fuck do you mean? Like, you don't even live with the man that you're married to. How does he explain that to you? Exactly. So you can't say that you didn't know anything. I mean, I you just happy. were blinded. I am happy that it seems like they are all in a better place. I mean, the divorce, Peter, yes. she moved out west, I believe, last time I seen on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, you know, she's Peter, dating. She, I think she's, she's dating. I she's think, dating. So y'all know Peter hosts Cheetahs, right? The new Cheetahs. And there was a clip in the guy that they called cheating. The guy looked at Peter and was like, but you cheat. Thankfully. <laughs> But I mean, I ain't gonna lie, that made for great TV, but that was a real situation. That mm-hmm. was a real situation. Peter was grimy for that, and it does show like I'm a firm believer in. I mean, Atara probably wasn't ready to let go. Right. And Amina wasn't ready to let Obviously, go. Obviously, you had a whole other baby. Right. And I mean, Amina and got pregnant. She's not being petty. Yeah, mm-hmm. Amina got pregnant, had their baby. Uh, Amina got pregnant again, got an abortion. Char got pregnant with their kept third. it and broke that broke Amina. Yeah, and then Amina got pregnant again and was like, she's not the last to have Peter's. I've been saying, no, um, uh, Tara got pregnant. Peter was supposed to be going to get a vasectomy. Yes. And then uh Nikki going to get a vasectomy. The host, I think her name was Nicole or Nikki. She was like, So Amina, how does it feel to know that Tara <laughs> be the last? Tara's not the last to have Peter's baby. What? Tara's not the last to have Peter's face. I am. <laughs> and then stands up. And then Tara's sitting over there ready to pop. Looking stupid. And Peter's like, what, bitch? I think he knew. But what was crazy, The though, crazy thing is, is, he has a close-knit relationship with both of them. And the crazy thing is that all the reunions, he, all the reunions, he always wanted Amina to leave the stage. So he could talk to Tara. Like, girl, he wants you to leave the stage. He wants to talk to Tara. Which I'm sitting here like on our next loose tea, we have got to discuss Melody Holt and her husband from Love and Marriage Huntsville. Have you watched that show? I don't even know what that is. Let me tell you something, love. Just go to Instagram. I'm gonna send you some clips. Baby, this mess right here. Yeah, this mess. I'm put out this melody, and her husband, Martel, have three beautiful kids together. They were together for a long time. Martel was having an affair, was out during the pandemic, and got this chick pregnant. And said, "Let me tell you, girl, this is better than love and hip hop." Chase the teeth. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna see some clips, honey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let me know when you send them so they won't be sitting there for 24 hours. Because, you know, me and David have to check, check, check it in. Check, check in. Check in. Which one? I sent you something on your phone. But yes, but uh, I, I will be tuned in to this Love and Hip Hop um, family reunion, however they word it, because I want to see what's happening. Yes. Yes. We get you out the tea. The tea. The yes. So that, is that it for Loose Tea? That is for Loose Tea. That is it. It's a wrap. That we have wrap. done it. First segment of Loose Tea. Yes. <laughs> We're dropping this on all platforms, but this will be moving to Patreon. We just want y'all to see. Basically, it's just gonna be me and Debbie discussing talking about these goddamn shit. These, these especially reality TV, because it's some shows that we love. Here's the thing, though. Oh, it's not a big reality TV person. She's just not starting to get into it. And and because Debbie be like, because Debbie Debbie will call me be like, yo. So check this. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, I ain't even watch that show. Let me go watch it. Like Debbie puts What is up, that? Debbie puts me up on shows like um our kind of people. Listen, I'm hooked. It's so bad, it's good. I don't think I watched it this week. I don't actually I think I, they're on, I think they're on break now. Again? Yeah. Just came back. From what I read, I think they're on break and they're not coming back until next, like the end of January. Okay. Yeah. So the last episode that came, I think she told him, uh, she kissed her baby daddy. Yeah. They kissed. Mm-hmm. She put him out because she thought he was using drugs, but she found mm-hmm. out it was her aunt's drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the last I think that was the last episode I see. Yeah, they're not coming back to the end of January. Motherfucker. Right. Let me go find him. I'm going to tweet him. I'll get some OT. Yeah. Matter of fact, let me see what. Because you remember I told you he played on the basketball show? Yeah, I think you said it was something on maybe BET? VH1. Oh, okay. VH1. They all on Bye Bye Com. Let me see. VH. Because it was a pretty decent basketball. It was a pretty decent show. Hold on, ball. Show what the heck was it called? <sighs> was it DCL? Mm-mm. Excuse me. Was it VH1? I want to say it was VH1. I, I've never seen the show. I wouldn't be able to tell you what station. Hit the floor. That's what it was called. I remember that show. Hit the floor. He played on Hit the Floor. I remember that show. Yeah. You said I hit the floor. It was good. And I was trying to figure out who killed that girl at the end of the season. Because him, the, the one that played the daddy that's got jail, he was finally getting to marry that girl. That Chili. Oh, they the were supposed floor? to be going to get married, but she was she just coming like, yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to have to go back to my Googles and refresh my memory with this show. But I definitely remember that name. Oh, my. Oh, some tea just dropped. Okay. Okay. So, this is local tea. This ain't tea I can put out on here, baby. Okay. Oh, shit. So, Damn. So, we'll see y'all later. Yeah. So, this, <laughs> wait a minute. Before we just hang up on the phone, this, is, this has been your loose tea segment produced by Deb K. Uh, this is going to be Patreon exclusive only, but we're dropping it on all platforms. So, please, if you want to hear, if you love this thing, if you just love us, just support us on Patreon. Just type in loose podcast 
I'll click the link in our bio on our Instagram, Lucid Pop. Listen to us on anywhere where you get your um, podcast, Apple, Spotify. Spotify is now allowing you to rate and review us on there. So please, if you listen to us on Spotify, Spotify, you love us, rate, review, subscribe. Same thing with Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Play, uh, YouTube. Subscribe to our Patreon. It's very affordable, people. You're not going to miss it. Um, email us at lucidpodcast at gmail.com. The lips is with two S's. Anything you'd like to say to the people there before I drop you with the C? Because I got to call you regular. Uh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>